Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Kids Stories. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters for Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will share some of my fun forest stories and talk more about virtues. Also, each letter includes an activity page. And I may talk a little bit about acorns as well. If you'd like to get letters for Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. At lamplighterkids.com, you can also find Momo and my Seeds of Character books for sale. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Hello! I'm so excited about our story today because it takes place in a country that's very special to me. Before I tell you why, though, I think Momo had something to say. Momo, you look like you're bursting to tell us something. I am! Remember the last time when I almost couldn't wait to open the present from Grandma McSquirrel? I do. Well, I'm so glad I waited because it was much more fun to open with Grandma and Grandpa McSquirrel there. And do you want to know what I got? Of course. I got this! Oh, wow. It's a metal box? This is no ordinary metal box. Can you see the shine, the beauty, the wonder? Um, I guess so. This is the Acorn Powderizer 3012. All you do is open this little door right here like this. Put an acorn in it like this. Shut the door. Make sure you're holding a cooking bowl right here under this part. And then... just made your acorn into acorn powder. That's pretty impressive. I know. Acorn powder tastes so much better made fresh. I'm so happy. Now I can make all the acorn muffins, scones, pancakes, and bread that I want. Well, I'm glad to see you got such an amazing present. And now, do you want to hear why our story today is so special to me? Of course. This story takes place in a country called Mexico, which just happens to be a big part of my heritage. A long time ago, my great-grandparents grew up in Mexico before moving to America. It's a country that I will always hold gratefully in my heart because it's a part of who I am. Wow, that's pretty cool. Maybe not as cool as my acorn powderizer 3012, but still pretty cool. <laughs> Thanks, Momo. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into our story today.
Escolástica López, or Esco as her family liked to call her, lived in a large adobe home on the outskirts of a small town in Mexico. Her home may have been large, but her family was larger still. Sometimes Esco was amazed that her whole family even fit in the house. With mamá, papá, abuelo, abuela, seven brothers, three sisters, a great aunt, two second cousins, and two dogs living there, there wasn't much room to spare when all was said and done. Whenever Esco arrived home from school, she was immediately greeted with an abundance of noises bursting out of every room of the house. She could often hear Abuelo or Papa's deep laughs coming from the living room, or musical instruments accompanied with loud singing coming from several bedrooms at once, or knives constantly chopping in the kitchen, or onions sizzling in the pans, or happy dogs barking. Today was no different. Esco walked in her home and was met with these comforting noises that now felt like a warm blanket to her. She smiled as she placed her book bag next to a large pile of shoes that always sat by the door. Then she reached inside her book bag and grabbed her sketchbook. She was so happy she didn't have any homework today, which meant that she could spend the afternoon sketching and drawing all sorts of her favorite things. In her opinion, this was the best way to pass the time. Esco? Escolastica, is that you? Mama's voice rang out from the kitchen amidst the sounds of pots and pans banging. See, Mama, it's me, Esco replied, walking towards the kitchen to say hi, sketchbook in hand. Hola, mija. Mama was in the middle of a humongous pile of chopped vegetables and tortilla dough. Her hands were moving so fast, chopping and frying, Esco couldn't even see them. I really could use some help in the kitchen this afternoon. Do you have any homework? Mama said while squishing a few balls of dough into flat tortillas to be fried. No, uh, no homework? Esco looked down at her sketchbook. I was going to draw a bit, but it looks like you might need some help. Esco laughed as her mama almost dropped two blobs of dough into the wrong pan. She placed her sketchbook gently against the far wall, rolled up her sleeves, and took the two dough balls from Mama's hands. Oi, thank you, Mija, Mama sighed, and got back to chopping the vegetables at breakneck speed. And I promise I'll tell everybody later to leave you alone so you can have plenty of time to sketch. Esco smiled and enjoyed the aroma of the dough cooking in the pan. She loved sketching, it was true, but... Cooking with Mama was another one of her favorite activities. I'm trying a new recipe from Abuela Maria tonight, Mama said, glancing at the handwritten recipe on the counter next to her. Oh, she always knew how to make the best food. Esco watched her Mama. Every time Abuela Maria's name was mentioned, tears would fill her Mama's eyes. Mama and Abuela Maria had been very close always cooking and laughing in the kitchen together. Esco reached out and squeezed her mama's shoulder comfortingly. Abuela Maria would be very happy to know that you're using her recipes and continuing her tradition of cooking the best food in town, 
She may not be here anymore, but just smelling and tasting our food always reminds me of her. Mama sniffed and wiped her eyes. Ay, it's through me, huh? And I'm determined to keep her memory alive through these recipes. And you're keeping her memory alive by making her super special tamales for the regional tamale competition next week. You know how much she looked forward to that competition all year. Probably because she almost always won. Esco laughed. Mama joined the laughter. She did enjoy winning, didn't she? But she had reason to be proud. Winning the grand prize so many times like she did. Nobody could ever make tamales quite like she could. A deep wrinkle appeared between her brows as she sighed. Even me. I cooked with her all my life, but I still can't make my food taste the way she did. What if I don't win the competition, Miha? Perhaps the memory of her tamales will never be experienced again. Esco threw a few finished tortillas in a basket and added more to the skillet. Well, there's only one way to find out. You will do your best with Abuela Maria's recipes, and we will see what the judges say. It's as simple as that. Esco watched her mama's face continue to look worried as her knives chopped dozens of squash, carrots, jalapenos, and onions. She knew this tamale competition meant a lot to her this year, since it was the first year without Abuela Maria to guide her. Esco wished she could tell her mama that it would all be okay, that she was sure to win the competition just like Abuela Maria did all the other years. But she wasn't quite sure herself. Well, she thought to herself, there's no use worrying about it now. Esco let the smells of sautéing onions and garlic take her mind off the worries of the competition. She heard the front door open and the sounds of her brothers returning from school, mixed with all the other loud noises. Esco snuck a bite of fresh, warm tortilla from the basket and sighed contentedly. Tomorrow had enough worry for itself. Tonight, she'd simply enjoy the comfort of her home. Later that evening, Esco lay in bed sketching. She was working on a sketch of her mama, bending over a pile of onions in the kitchen, when she looked up to see her real mama walking into her room quietly. Mama smiled at her and sat down on the side of her bed. You're always the last one awake, always sketching. Esco looked over and sure enough, her three sisters who shared a room with her were fast asleep already. I'm glad, though, because I wanted to ask you something. Esco sat up a little more in bed. I realized tonight how helpful you have become in the kitchen. We got everything done so fast tonight. So I was wondering, would you want to help me cook the tamales next weekend for the competition? I always helped my Abuela Maria when she was cooking her tamales, and I realized that I could use the same on my first try. I know it's a lot to ask. It'll take up most your weekend, but I wanted to ask just in case it sounded like something you might enjoy. Esco raised her eyebrows. This was a big deal for her mama to invite her to help. It meant she trusted her to do a good job at this important competition. Of course I'll help you, mama. 
I love cooking and I know how important this is to you. I also would love to learn how to make the best tamales, just like Abuela Maria used to make. Mama's eyes lit up with excitement. Muchas gracias, mija. She bent over and planted a kiss on Esco's forehead. I think with your help and Abuela Maria's recipes, we have a good chance to win this year. Esco said goodnight as her mama walked out the door, then grabbed her sketchbook to draw again. As she shaded her picture in, the responsibility of what her mama asked her to do began to dawn on her. How would her mama feel if they didn't win this year's tamale competition? Would she feel like she wasn't honoring the memory of Abuela Maria? Esco stopped sketching and stared at the outline of her drawing. For the second time that night, she pushed worry out of her mind. She would do her best to help, and hopefully, that would be enough to win the competition. Two days before the big regional tamale competition, Esco was sitting on her front porch, sketching the beautiful sunset between the distant trees, when she heard someone calling her name from far away. She looked up and was delighted to see one of her best friends, Luis, running up the dusty road towards her, waving excitedly. She smiled and waved back, setting her sketchbook aside as he approached, out of breath. Hola, Esco, he panted, sitting down on the porch next to her and wiping his brow. I was looking for you after school and couldn't find you. I have something so exciting to tell you. My papa told me that tomorrow, a great artist from Mexico City is coming up to teach the children an art class. His name is Gilberto Herrera Alatore, and they say he's one of the best artists around right now. I thought of you right away. You have to come to his class. Esco was speechless. Gilberto Herrera Alatore? She finally managed to whisper. Of course I know him. He's super famous and I check out his books at the library all the time to learn about how he draws. Oh no. Her heart sunk. What is it? Luis asked. I told my mama that I'd help her all day tomorrow to make the tamales for the competition. You know how stressed she is about it. I, I don't see how I can make it to the art class without breaking my commitment to Mama. Luis's mouth dropped. Are you serious? I'm sure she'd understand. She knows how much you love art. I bet she could just ask someone else to help, right? Esco bit her lower lip. She knew that nobody else in her family was as good at cooking as she was. She knew that if she asked, her mama would let her go to the art class. She'd probably act like it was fine, too, because she wouldn't want to hurt Esco's feelings. But Esco knew that this would make her mama very anxious about the competition. There was no way she could do all those tamales on her own. No, I really feel like I should keep my word. I said I was going to help, so I should. I guess... I just can't go to Gilberto's art class. I'll have to be happy just looking at his books. Luis couldn't believe his ears and tried to convince her to change her mind. But when he saw her determination, he shrugged and gave up. 
The two friends spent the rest of the evening late, playing tag in front of her house, eventually being joined by some of her brothers and sisters who heard the fun commotion out front. Esco laughed loudly with the rest of them, but a little bit of her heart felt heavy, knowing that she'd be missing such an important class with an artist that she admired so greatly. She tried to comfort herself with the thought of how happy her family would be when Mama, hopefully, won the grand prize. Okay, how do the tamales look? They have to be just perfect before the judges come over here. Esco's mama was moving fast again, arranging and rearranging the tamales on their booth at the regional tamale competition. Mama, they look great. Seriously, I mean, look around. Nobody else arranged their tamales surrounded with baskets of beautiful flowers and hand-woven serapes underneath. If anything, I think our tamales stand out too much. Esco laughed, noticing how much more colorful and attractive their bunch of tamales were from all the other ones. There's no such thing as too much. Abuela Maria always arranged them perfectly like this. Just a little to the left here and... Mama stepped back, a critical eye looking over their booth. At last, she gave a tight nod of approval. Okay, this looks great. Perfecto. As good as it'll get anyways. Now we just have to wait. The judges look like they're almost ready to start tasting. Esco and Mama looked over at the judges' table, where the five judges were busy filling out paperwork. Why do judges always look so strict? Esco thought to herself. She looked closer at one of the judges at the table. And why does that man look so familiar? She wondered. Before she could think further about it, though, Esco felt her mama's arms wrap around her and pull her into a tight hug. I also want to say muchas gracias, Esco. I really couldn't have made tamales this good without your help yesterday. Also, one of your brothers told me this morning that there was some art class you missed because of me, and I just really appreciate your help. It was so kind of you to stay committed to cooking with me. Esco's heart filled with warmth. Missing the art class didn't feel quite so bad now. Excited whispers began to come from all directions. Esco looked over and saw that the judges had begun. Slowly, they made their way table to table, tasting, taking notes, talking to the chefs. It looked like it would be a while before they arrived at her table, so Esco, who didn't feel as nervous as her mama, opened her sketchbook to draw while she waited. She got so caught up in her sketch that she jumped when she heard the judges' voices right in front of them. She stood quickly, tucking the sketchbook under her arms. Mama did all the talking, explaining each flavor and choice to the judges as they slowly bit into the delicious tamales. Esco smiled as she saw the surprise in one of their faces. She could tell he was loving her mama's tamales. But why did his face look so familiar? 
Mmm, senora, this is one of the best tamales I've ever had in my life, said the man. And Esco watched as her mama stood in silent delight. Mmm, and what do I see here? Is that a sketchbook under your arm, senorita? The man was pointing at her. Uh, y yes, senor, it, it is, Esco stuttered. The man swallowed and reached out towards it. Do you mind if I take a look? I'm an artist myself, you see. I love to see what you're working on there. Esco was almost too surprised to move because suddenly she knew who this was. She had seen his picture in her art books. He was her art hero. None other than Gilberto Herrera Alatore. She stood in shock, but managed to hand Gilberto her sketchbook without dropping it. Wow, your sketches are almost as good as your mama's tamales. I see so much talent here. He handed her sketchbook back to her. Then Gilberto reached into his knapsack and pulled out a book. I wasn't planning on giving this copy away, but this here is my newest book with some updated art techniques. They haven't even started selling it yet, but you can have my copy if you want. With talent like that, I would love to see you keep practicing. Okay, Gilberto, let's move to the next booth, said one of the other judges, finishing up the last notes on her judge's sheet. Gilberto smiled at Esco while she took the book from his hands, and then the judges moved on. Mama and Esco stared at each other in wonder. They liked my tamales, Mama whispered. He liked my sketches, Esco whispered back. The two of them grabbed each other's hands and squeezed excitedly. This day was turning out better than both of them had hoped. Mama, tell us again what it felt like when they announced that you won the grand prize for your tamales. Esco's brother shouted out above the clanking of dishes and the laughter of family. Everyone sat together on the extra-large family table, eating the leftover tamales and celebrating the amazing news that Mama had indeed won the grand prize at the regional tamale competition. I felt my heart could fly! Mama smiled and stuffed a big bite of tender tamale in her mouth. And mostly, I was just happy that I had honored my Abuela Maria by continuing her memory through these recipes. She would have been so proud. She wiped a happy tear from her eye. Esco smiled as she chewed her delicious spicy bite. She looked down at her lap, looking at the cover of Gilberto's book that he had gifted to her. She still couldn't believe that she had met him that day and that he had liked her sketches. Well, none of us were worried. We all knew you'd win the competition, said one of Esco's little sisters. You and Abuela Maria cooked together for so many years. It only made sense that you'd be just as good as her. And to celebrate... She looked over and nodded at the other siblings. Some of us have prepared a song and dance for you. Everyone broke out in applause as a handful of Esco's brothers and sisters got up from the table, grabbing instruments and getting into dance positions. 
tamales are wonderful. I, we're not surprised you won grand prize. You had commitment to your passion, saying no to all distractions. It created this work of art, tamales made from the heart. Oh, Abuela Maria, she'd be so Evening passed with more laughter and many more tamales. Esco felt proud that she had helped make such a delicious meal, and that because of her help, they had won such an important competition that year. As the evening came to a close, Esco said goodnight, grabbed her sketchbook and the special art book from Gilberto, and headed up to bed. She settled in bed placing Gilberto's book gently on her bedside table and started working on a picture that showed a table of tamales, judges in the background, and her mama and her holding hands in excitement. She wanted to remember that moment forever. Oh, it doesn't seem to work. Uh, Momo, are you okay? Sounds like your Acorn Powderizer 3012 is having some problems. Yes, it stopped making powder and I can't tell why. Let's see if opening this helps. Well, while you're doing that, I'll share about our virtue in this story. Our virtue in this story is... Commitment. Commitment means that you do your best to keep your promises to others or yourself. If you tell someone that you're going to help them, staying committed means you follow through with that help. If you're committed to learning a new skill, like playing music, learning a new sport, trying new math concepts, or anything, commitment means sticking with it until you reach your goals. Hmm, maybe that worked. Let's see. No, that does not look good, Momo. I don't think your Acorn Powderizer 3012 is supposed to be in five different pieces. Oh boy, looks like I'll have my work cut out for me today. But you know what? I'm committed to fixing it. I won't stop until I can make Acorn Powder again. That's a great attitude, Momo. I'd love to help you try to fix it today. I guess that means I'm committed to helping you. Oh, thank you. That would be great. Before I start, though, let's ask our questions for this episode. Question one. What are your commitments in your life right now? Question two. What makes it easy to commit to something? What makes it hard? Maybe this goes here and this goes 
here. And All right, well, everyone. This might work. take us a while, but Maybe. I'm so excited so to be back here. soon to share another lamplighter story with you. Here. All right, oh, Momo, let's take a look at this. Why don't you try to put to Lamplighter Kids Stories today. If you liked our story, please feel free to share it with your loved ones and leave a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters for Momo or would like to purchase Momo's Seeds of Character books, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com.